I V M. Hello and welcome to an episode of Football Football. I'm struggling to find the number because I've been hearing Shivram vicious rumors that we skipped mm. last week. Yeah. Uh, even our producers, IBM Podcast, put out a post saying that football football is on a break this week. I was like, what? We weren't on a break this week. We were the three on edges and sledges. I mean, I know our names were different. It was probably DJ and Varun and I forget the third guy's name. I apologize. But it was the three of us in place of them reviewing the excellent test match from the GABA. So if anyone thinks football football took a break from, from podcasting for a week, you are highly mistaken. We are basically the football version of what Edges and Sledges is and sometimes we do cricket better than they do as well. So, there you go. If you want to catch us, we were live on YouTube also, I must add, at a certain point during the past week. So, go on the IBM YouTube channel. You'll see the three of us. We look slightly different from what we do here. But but it is the three of us. I'm DJ. Because the name sounds the coolest. Yeah, you. I was going to call you Ashwin and we're going to rename this Let Me Tell You a Kutti Story and then get it over <laughs> India's next sports broadcasting star. Yeah. If you're lying, just lie. Like, like, don't do 50 lakh ka chori, na? do 7000 crore ka chori. Mm. So then they don't catch you. Then you're, you get PR also. Then you can go to UK also. And then, you know, good things happen if you do that level ka chori. This 50-60 lakh ka chori, don't do. Fine. Go to parliament also. <laughs> Baba, I said 7000 crore. That's it. I'm limiting it. I'm not saying take the country with you. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, but we're back on football, football after a week's break. A week, a week's break simply because the cricket was far more exciting. And to be honest, the three of us, uh, Sapreshiva and I, were talking just before we came on air, and we can't remember for Jack Beep what happened during the previous couple of weeks. All we know is an excellent stat about Liverpool that Shivram will share with you just as we go into a break. Before that, we're calling this episode Kalyug because I don't know what Kalyug means, but it has Kal in it, which is a reference to tomorrow. And for the next two weeks, every day you'll be looking forward to the next day because there is non-stop football, midweek, a separate game week, weekend, a separate game week. So it's jam-packed. What we'll be doing today is previewing all those games for you. And Shivram, our resident FPL expert, who's soon to be usurped by Sapre, will give you the picks that you need to follow for the next four game weeks. See you on the other side. Shivram, the Liverpool stat. Uh, we haven't spoken about this at all. Uh, Salah's FPL points in the last five game weeks are a total of 2, 5, 7, 10, 11 points. Wow. I mean, there are more players uh, in on the uh, loan army for Chelsea. Uh, anyway, with that, we'll see you right back after this break. Okay, I guess I'm bringing us back from the break. Uh, the other side that I have for Liverpool is that they've now gone over six hours of Premier League football without a goal. Uh, I remember Karthik saying they, they are probably the best team uh, in the world right now, not just the league, uh, including Champions League, uh, I mean, club championship. Uh, what is that? World Cup, club, <laughs> club, World Cup. So whatever they play on the side. Uh, they were supposed to be the best club in the world. What has happened? I mean, Aubameyang has scored more goals than them in the last It's, it's a bit shocking, no? When, when you share that, even I was shocked. Because you assume... Okay, Salah, Salah is something that I agree with you. I think I mentioned it before that he's not been at his best. So, when you're saying his FPL points are only two and a peanut decimal, it, it, it really makes sense. But for the fact that Liverpool haven't scored a goal, now that is, is surprising. 
in in this entire calendar year, although we're not even a month in. But I think a lot of games have happened in 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 this season, and yeah, it it is a bit of a shock. Their title challenge is being derailed. I think derailed. what's what's shocking even more is the last goal they scored was against West Bromwich Albion, <clears throat> which was a one-one draw. Right, that <clears throat> was game week fifteen. After that, they drew nil-nil against Newcastle, who everyone have dispatched very peacefully, including Arsenal. Now that's how bad it is. Southampton, um, I think they lost one-nil. Uh, United, we saw what happened. Nil-nil, uh, choked them out of the game. Not like United did much, but they did do well, not conceding. And Burnley, uh, 83rd minute penalty they gave away uh, to Ashley Barnes, who dispatched it again. I mean, it's not like they've played fantastic. Teams. Oh my God! I mean, they lost. Yeah, that should have been the lead to the episode. What are you guys doing? Like, no, they've lost before also in the league, right? So it's not like Watford lost. Oh, this year. was the one where they lost at home after a gazillion months. Yeah, yeah three years and some right, months. Right. But uh, I mean, if you look at the list of teams they've not scored against or last scored against, West Brom. I mean, not even one standout team except maybe uh, Southampton. So that's the only mm. input I have. Yeah. I mean, United were. I yeah, mean, no, fair enough. And we haven't let separate talk so far, but he's messaging me on the side. Okay, you know what he's telling me, Shivram? He's like, uh-huh. "Listen, Karthik, I know you said Kalyug, but it does not mean what you actually meant for the title of the episode. But we can still call it Kalyug because that's what's happening to Liverpool currently." Nice. It's true. Also, Kal means Kal could mean yesterday. So, so we can actually talk about what really happened in the past couple of weeks, and especially mm. in the form of Salah being not in form. Uh, I am very happy. I mean, as a United fan, I mean, double happiness. A top of the league, uh, albeit one game played more than City, but uh, Liverpool's going down. So I'm, I'm ecstatic. I don't know. Maybe I don't sound as ecstatic because I'm just really tired right now. It's so much of football <laughs> and the stupid f***ing FA Cup that is happening. I don't know why. Uh, just, just, just to just to side sidetrack here. Isn't there an excellent game tonight? I mean, our listeners will probably have watched it before listening. You'll obviously have. But what is it, Sabre? Liverpool versus United, right? Like, like it's a rerun of that shambles that we saw last week. Yeah, Matlab, we just had a preview last <laughs> week, so I mean, really can't call it a game that everybody should be looking forward to. Uh, but more, more, I think more pressure on Liverpool. I think it's more about ego now. But who cares? They can't score. Uh, so I mean, at this point, whether they face United or they face uh, some Scunthorpe or whatever other team, Scunthorpe, Scunthorpe or, or Barnet FC, whoever else, uh, they're gonna have a problem to it score. It will be really goals. funny that by the time this episode comes out and Liverpool dispatch United for some five nil. Yeah. One uh, <laughs> to discussion na. Like we should start a different podcast. Like there's a scene and the unseen. We should call it the heard and the unheard. Mm-hmm. This will be under the unheard part. This podcast <laughs> because no one will listen to it after this Kalyuk discussion. Hey. No, no, United, United are going to win the uh, win the match. I don't know whether they're going to win the FA Cup, uh, but they're going to definitely beat Liverpool and march towards yet another semi-final. We like to lose in the semi-finals, not before that. That's what happens? Uh, no, no. Group stage is also Champions League. Uh, what happens uh, if they like if it ends nil nil? Do they go into penalties or is there like a no replay? penalties? They want to wrap it up, na? Enough yeah, of yeah. that FA Cup yeah, replay yeah. stuff. Okay. I mean, thank God for COVID. Yeah, that's the only good thing about yeah. <laughs> what COVID has brought is. And I think they have gotten so so bored and irritated now that I think they've scrapped extra time also. I'm not sure, but in some of the cups, I think maybe the league cup it was. They just said no need to play that extra 30 minutes only. Let's just play penalties. Oh, fair enough. It's more exciting, right? It's like the Super Over. You want to see Super Over, right? So, it's like exactly like it's a, you get to watch that after 90 minutes of United and <laughs> <laughs> played Midwell. At least there is something for everyone who stuck till the end. Mm. 
Yeah, I know that that's that that is that is fair. But then where where are in all seriousness, Shivram? Where do Liverpool go from here? If you look at the table currently, it's the two city clubs. Leicester took the lead for a bit during this uh, one of the periods of time during this last match day. Liverpool are fourth, which is not bad, but they have played a game more than both Manchester clubs in one and two. Yeah, I mean, I as an Arsenal fan, I would never say fourth is bad. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, Arsenal are 10th right now, so I would take it any day. The thing is, with Liverpool, um, they play Tottenham next, uh, away from home. So, that might be something that they want to like show up for. Because if they get dispatched again by Son and Kane, I mean, I think that's the end of the line. Because after that against is West Ham. West Ham might seem easy on paper. Uh, it's not. And we've seen Antonio hit form again. He scored twice in the last uh, two games. Then there's Brighton. Brighton, maybe, again, they're up and down. But after that, they're playing City, they're playing Look Leeds. At and they're playing Look at this bias. Look at this bias in his tone. You can, he, he's giving Brighton and West Ham more hope against Liverpool than Tottenham. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am an Arsenal fan. I started with that. But the pivotal thing is that in game week 23, they play City. Mm. Right? Now, I think City are, in whatever way or form, they're resurging. Uh, without an out-and-out striker. I was surprised that I haven't heard any rumours um, in the January transfer window for a, for a striker because we've known for a long time that Jesus is not the, going to be the next Aguero. Uh, Ferran Torres looks like more like the next Aguero than Jesus. So, I'm surprised. Sabre, what do you think? Do you, do you think they need a striker? Liverpool, I don't think they need a striker. See, this is oh, why you should Liverpool listen to the podcast as we speak. Because yeah, otherwise I know, it becomes I know. a little problematic. I yeah, know, no, no, no. Kali, Kali, Kali. <laughs> no, City definitely, definitely need a striker. I think they should just get Haaland to City, man. He's such a fantastic striker. And to play amongst the group of players that City have, uh, it'll be phenomenal to watch him. United, realistically, the bolo January transfer window. No, no, January transfer window, he's not going to buy anybody. I don't know. Aguero has just been very unlucky with injuries and with COVID. I, he just can't sit at home for I don't but, know. But can I say something about the striker business? When Pep was at Barcelona, in his best years, he played without a striker. Yeah, when he had one in David Villa, he put him on the left, he put Messi centre. He took Eto, played him on the wing and then sent him packing to Inter Milan. Zlatan failed under Pep Guardiola. He loves playing without a striker. I think Pep is enjoying this fact that there's no Aguero or Jesus to consider. And let him let me play my Torreses and my KDBs who's injured now. But let me play Gundogan also as a false nine. I think he really loves that challenge. So he's not going to go and buy out buy anybody for what. Yeah, but there's is. just too much of a challenge right now with injuries and COVID, etc. Uh, and they've lost the. the <laughs> don't the don't they have season. that kid, that Rory Delap son? Who played in the Liam uh, He's a striker. So if push comes to shove, maybe maybe he gets a chance. I think the only player who's capable in the city team to play as striker right now is Cancelo. He can play anywhere along the <laughs> Might as well play him as a striker. So what were you saying yesterday? You all were having a discussion on WhatsApp about Cancelo. It just completely went over my head. But some of it made some sense. Like make him like a playmaker, like in the tent mode, yeah. But he's anywhere playing in that position. So, might as well just let him do the role. Because they have enough and more defenders, mm. right? Like, Stones scored for the first time in his life for City and scored two <laughs> at the same goal. I mean, talk about a defense. Yeah, I think Cancelo's played on both uh, the flanks. He's played in the midfield. There's one game, I think, against Chelsea where God knows where he was playing. But every third touch was his probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's more than capable of playing anywhere. And he's on fire. He's playing fantastic. Uh, this season also yesterday it was Foden's goal but uh, in that in that FA Cup match mm-hmm. 
but it was Cancelo who managed to open up the defense. And he came on very late, right? I forget the name. Chel- Cheltenham. I'm butchering the name, but Cheltenham. Cheltenham Town, yeah. But they were leading until I think the 80th minute, and then Foden and Jesus went and won the game first. Yeah, and, the, and the Torres also, I think, scored the third. Goal. Yeah, but then it was you're right. Cancelo came on in around the 70th minute, and he completely turned turned the game on its on its head. Which also means Foden will be rested. But what we're actually forgetting is that United might be top mm-hmm. with 19 games mm-hmm. right at the. Halfway mark, uh, City have a game in hand, so they might as well just go top. It looks like it's City's uh, lead yeah, to... Yeah, but on that note, I think it's only fair if you're looking back at what happened over the past 10 days. So, do, do comment about United, because every time we think they'll stumble, recent, most recent case in point. I mean, when you're listening to this, Liverpool may have been the most recent case in point. But when we're recording this, it was Fulham, where Fulham took the lead, played some decent football... Without a striker to finish the goals, United somehow went and won that through a mistake and a wonder goal by Paul Pogba. So, fair play, Sabri. I mean, you have to admit now, finally, that United are doing a fair job of... Because they beat Fulham, Karthik now agrees so, that... No, no, correct, correct. correct. <laughs> you finally have Karthik to validate. I think it's a biased litmus test, but okay, for the sake of the sport. Ole, Ole in his presentation to a new contract, is saying, but Karthik Ayer from football, football, <laughs> slash, edges and sledges... <laughs> has also commented on how good we did his job against Fulham. Are OGS starts his slide with let me tell you a kutti story. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like I like the the double game week. I think a lot of interesting games. Uh, not just from an FPL standpoint, from a league standing standpoint, not at the bottom, of course, Fulham. Actually. No, it's fine for us as well because you lose, you forget about it. You lose the next one later. So then you're more bothered with that. So you don't you don't really drown in your sorrows. You keep trying and swimming up. It depends on the team you kind of support. Yeah, yeah, I get uh, so, it. So, so you and I are coming from very different places uh, and uh, Shiva is nowhere. He's neither there nor here. Achha, the lip is uh, back huh, now because we're second or first in the table. It's fine, it's fine, Karthik. They, these people, they come up and then they talk a lot and then they go back. This is why it's called Kalyuk. Let them have their two seconds of fame. They'll go back to where they belong. Uh, I predict that Arsenal will finish above United. Wow. But let, I'm saying let's mm. talk about the club that Shiva actually thought will, will win the league is Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> where, is, where is that going now? So, as, as we're mean, recording this, guys, Kepa is playing in goal. And poor chap has made another mistake yeah, in the FA Cup. I don't even know the name of Chelsea. I'm trying to look back to find out. But I don't know the name of Chelsea's opponent. And he's... I think they would probably win it, but he's gone and made another error in his first start in Eons. They won, they won 3 they won, 1. They won 3 1. Yeah, it's, it's just bad. Warner missed a penalty. Oh, man. So even, <laughs> even when off. they win, bad things seem to be happening to Chelsea. To Warner specifically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To, to the, he hasn't scored in ages. I mean, I was talking with a friend about this the other day that I'm a big fan of the Bundesliga German football. But if you have to think realistically, if Werner and Harvard's were successes, it shows well on the league that they're coming from. The last, I feel, pure success that's come from the Bundesliga as a direct transfer, not like an Ozil who had a, a, a yeah. skip step and, to, yeah, to, to Madrid. To, to, yeah, not like that, but as a direct has to be Son and Firmino, who are now hmm. 2015. So it's been a while since the Bundesliga has had a good export to the Premier League. Oh, weren't, weren't, weren't you really excited about when yeah. Sebastian Alle came from... Uh, I wasn't. Uh, I, was, I wasn't that much. But I thought he'd do better. And I honestly don't think he did that badly. No, not as badly as Joel Linton, man. Who also came from the Bundesliga, by the way. That's true. That's true. But as we're speaking, Fulham are losing 1-0 to... To Burnley. I mean, but it's, it's in the cup. We, we, as long as we beat Burnley in the league, I'm happy. 
So, so, so I think, look, let's look at, I mean, the fixtures for the next four or five game weeks, uh, I think all teams, the top teams are playing each other. Spurs playing Liverpool, City playing United. Chelsea is also playing Wolves. And then mm. Chelsea is playing Burnley. And I think Chelsea is then playing Spurs. He said top teams are involved. And he forgot to mention Arsenal versus United. Huh? Just remember yeah, that. Yeah, Arsenal versus United is happening on the 30th of Jan. Sabre, where are you that day? No, I, what I meant is... The top four or six teams amongst themselves. Mm. No, but are... after that game, you'll be out of the top four, na? so then what will happen? <laughs> uh, I don't think that's going to happen. But let's see, you let, let this Southampton coming up next for you. Uh, who we saw ah, that you guys have bigger concerns before the United <laughs> No, but our top players didn't play. Like it was a B-string side, so I'm not too worried about that. What what uh, Sapri should be worried about is the last time United played Arsenal. What happened? Mm. Uh, I, I like I like this new thing that right? when when Arsenal players say our top players didn't play, they mean Saka and Tierney and not Aubameyang anymore. <laughs> Aubameyang also didn't play. He scored two. What are you talking about? But, but here's the thing, right? Isn't there another match against Southampton coming up? The next match? Yeah, yeah. that's in the league. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's on the 26th of Jan. So on Republic Day, we will see. I mean, actual points come through. Or from again, again to sidetrack, is Republic Day a dry day? Yes. Okay, interesting. Okay. <laughs> so, we, uh, okay, we're recording two days before, so it's fine. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. fine. We still have yeah. time. Okay. Okay, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you all forget the track that we were going on? We're talking about this. Sapre, focus. Manchester United versus Arsenal. He's giving you enough lip. He's saying United are going to be out of the top four. Yeah, I don't really want to get into this argument with, with Shivram and his club. Three games they win on the trot. And everyone thinks that Arteta was the man who was supposed to lead this team, etc., etc. Give it two more yeah. game weeks. The Arsenal fans will come back to reality where they have to fight amongst the Leeds and, and West Ham and Ever- Everton also. Everton also are fucking, what, fifth right now in the league. Uh, Aston Villa is doing better. Southampton is ahead of you. I'm sure now there's going to be a bigger gap. So, I don't really want to get into uh, what Arsenal can do which they can nothing which they they do, Arsenal cannot which do. They can do nothing. Okay. Yeah. Good good commentary. Yeah. Sapre, maybe you should do a podcast. So maybe maybe Sapre is not able to get his words uh, right currently. Yeah, just like but, his balls. But 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 to be fair to him, I have his words on the WhatsApp group and I'm gonna read it verbatim. I envy yeah. Arsenal fans. They don't show a hint of disappointment when their team loses, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, we are on video. Look at Shivram's face. No, I mean, uh, we're talking about someone who qualified for the Champions League and are back in the Europa. Right? I mean, stuff it. So, it's not really going anywhere, especially with Ole. Because you've been talking about Ole at the wheel for the last three years. Now, he's finally actually come together as when you're flying high. Pogba, your biggest f***ing flop, has finally scored two and look at your face. I mean, I am not someone who should bring this up. You should be shutting it up. And, and, and I'm going to make your argument for you. He scored two. One of it came against Fulham. I mean, <laughs> I didn't want to go there, but take care. I mean, I'm going to go to the Liverpool and I'm going to go to the Liverpool. Wait for what happens tonight and yeah. then we'll see and, what happens and, after. And before that, also, to be fair, they also have a match against very lowly Sheffield United to Manchester United. I hope they can scrape through without a goal because I have United players in my FPL <laughs> Oh, but you know, when, when United were on that trajectory and they were playing Sheffield and Sheffield hadn't scored for a while and they scored against they scored the first goal against United in that match. Yeah, I was hoping Fulham also won't score, but you are the Danvir Karan, na? <laughs> but to, to be fair, that was a good goal. Give Fulham some credit. Lukman, he looked when he was oh, forget it. So, yeah, that uh, is I mean I think that's the biggest run of that joke that has ever happened <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but the but, but let's 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 be fair. Like United do have apart from Sheffield, they play Arsenal, they play Everton as well. 
So it's not like they have an easy and Southampton in the next in the next four fixtures. So this could prove to be pivotal when it comes to whether Chibram is right about. Let's say they won't leave the top four by the time they play Arsenal, but it could happen two games, two in the two subsequent matches. Yeah, Sapre. They're not going to get out of the top four. The the worst that will happen is they'll not be the league leaders anymore. Mm. That's the worst that will happen. They're going to still be league leaders. You won't be the moment City play the next game. Mm. (laughs) So don't stress. What even, about, even uh, what about the Europa League, Sapre? You're going to play Real Sociedad. Any memories of what has happened? Yeah, God knows, yeah. I mean, I don't even want to get into Europa League. The the luck that we've had last season. Uh, no, no, no. We're focusing on the league this time. Europa, Europa, no, no. League this time. We'll win the league only. Your, we don't want to win Europa. That's that's Mourinho's United. We'll win the Europa League and then qualify for Europe the next. None, none of that shit anymore. Hmm. Let, let's first figure that out. They're anyways outside the top four. <laughs> Are you, Karthik, what happened to the discussion that we said Pool will be... Uh, finally, Pool will get its uh, leader, captain, legend uh, takeover, Gerard, who's uh, one who's leading, I think, by 2,000 points. In yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing really well. I mean, the Rangers are... So, Celtic were actually going for their 10th straight league title, like Juventus were in Serie A. Juventus are doing pretty poorly there. Celtic are doing even worse here. Rangers have a massive lead. Rangers is, of course, managed by Steven Gerrard. And interestingly, Steven Gerrard's contract at Rangers and Jurgen's Klopp contract at Liverpool expire at the exact same year. So, oh, wow. yeah. How many years I think 2023, right? if I'm not mistaken. Or 24. 23 or 24. Relegate away to Sepele? <laughs> no, no, no. Liverpool are not that, that bad. They only do that to their women's side. Burn. Oh my God! And that—that's—that's that's a comment on Liverpool, who are such such a rich, a good team, and they can't invest a penny in their women's side. They just let it fall apart. Whereas I'll give credit to United for the first time. United, I think, played was it City or Chelsea in the Women's Super League, and finally United were taken away from top spot. This is a team that's only been functional for three seasons. So well done, United, to at least pick an effort in in their women's division. Unlike the champions of England, yeah. So, does out of the four or five, I mean, disregarding Klopp, so Gerard, Ole, Parker, would you consider Gerard in this guy? Because he's doing a proper four, five year, five years apprenticeship at, at another club. It's not like Lampard did one season. That's what I meant. That's what I was getting to. Like, I mean, uh, Arteta has uh, internship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you're calling it an apprenticeship for Gerard is nice because he's still leading the club. He's not, yeah, you know, bringing the plans from the, you know, he's not printing out the deck. Uh, so, Arteta has been under Pep, right? So, zero actual on-the-job mm. experience. Ole was at, what, Brondby? Molde, Molde the, and Cardiff. But Ole also, I can give him, like, he was there, he won a few league titles wherever it was, it wasn't. But at least he has managerial experience, like you say. He's been there giving instructions. Not as Sapre yeah. puts, puts Arteta's role as the cone carrier. But he is, I mean, there's no disregarding that. He has mm. no prior experience. I mean, if you were to apply for a role at any position in the corporate, in a corporate job... And you come back with my internship. I mean, that might actually cut it, but I don't know. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. But eventually, like, ex-players managing uh, their former teams versus actual out-and-out managers who, you know, study the game and then eventually become managers. It feels like it's shifting away, especially in the top no, it comes, but I'll, it I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I think with Gerard doing good in, in Scotland, it's not necessary he should come back to Liverpool and, you know, bring them up and do... He can go to any other... I mean, 
when Liverpool sacked Brendan Rodgers, he went to Celtic and he came back to Leicester and he's done well since then. So, he can, there are many teams who are going to sack their managers pretty soon in the Premier League or outside also. I think Gerard can do well. He was a good player. Um, let's hope uh, that he can bring some charm back to the... the because that, this generation of English midfielders, whatever, who, who sucked at uh, international tournaments, they're all doing well in, in one way or the other with Carragher and... and uh, Gary Neville. Don't forget Terry. No, defense. Terry's doing well. Ferdinand's doing well in his thing. Lampard's... I think Lampard's been okay at Chelsea. It's just difficult at Chelsea for any manager. I, should, I don't want to pay Lampard separately for that. Every manager has struggled at, at a club like Chelsea. Is that Karthik or does he have a parent? <laughs> I mean, they went from a manager who won the Europa League with them, kept them third to this guy who spent 200 million on a bunch of very good players and I mean, what does he do? God only knows Wait, let me see where they are in the league. They are about eight. They were doing. Uh, oh wow, they're ninth. Yeah. Oh wow, okay, that's terrible. Clearly, uh, and, and, and but it's not that much of a difference. That's the problem. But, but, right? but now it's slowly starting to become right with these two United clubs pulling away a bit, a bit. And Chelsea's god awful form. Like you can't trust them to really win anything. They're already eleven points off of top the top place, and they have played the same number of games. A lot of clubs yeah. below them, like Southampton, can go above them. Leeds can no Leeds can't but even Arsenal beat them. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. They they are they are at Arsenal's level wherever you consider that level currently. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so I think we have spoken a fair deal about top clubs from um, the past few few weeks. We didn't get to touch much about Spurs because both these guys have massive massive biases. One towards their manager and the other towards the club itself. But I'll still say Spurs. Thank God you said biases. <laughs> Is that right or is it wrong? No, I don't know. No, no, it's, it's right. right. I mean, you started with massive assets, so I didn't know where you were going. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll still say they're in the title race. So, we'll end this first discussion there. We'll take a short break. We'll be back with Fantasy Premier League. Welcome back to Football Football episode number added in in post-production. Name Kalyug Shivram. You know the upcoming match days. I'm sure you've done enough of your research. Some teams, because in in two weeks now, in the two subsequent weeks, we're going to have four match days. Yeah, and I think yeah. almost every club is going to play. Maybe there'll be one odd that that probably doesn't. But how should we look at approaching this? Especially, and you have mentioned this before multiple times. Many times, what managers do is when they play a player on in the midweek match, it means that he he is not going to play at the weekend, or is not going to at least start at the weekend. Yeah, that's mostly City. Mostly City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and the hard part about City players is they have a fantastic run of games. Um, they're playing West Brom next. After they after that, they play Sheffield, and then they play Burnley before they play Liverpool and Spurs. So they have three fantastic game weeks where they can actually get a lot of points. With KDB out, who was possibly the sure starter after maybe Sterling, mm-hmm. um, he's the only. He was the only spot which was locked down, but now he's not. So I'm. I don't know who played yesterday. Thomas something. I forget his name. Um, some young kid, but um, I'm waiting to see who Pep actually picks against West Brom. So that might be you know um, a high-scoring game. Other than that, I think in the top. Team Spurs have a hard run with Liverpool and Chelsea in the next three. Um, there's Everton who are okay. They play Leicester, Newcastle and Leeds. But they've already dropped off that cliff wherever they were. What I would want to invest in is possibly Arsenal. Um, maybe you want to go back and look at Southampton a little bit. Um, because they have league goals in the past. Uh, especially when McCarthy was 
he was under covid for a couple of weeks so arsenal play southampton then they play united wolves and then aston villa leeds so they have a decent run of games and they have performed well so might be this might be the yeah, time you yeah, might you know, you know what you're right wolves are not doing well at all are they like they're they're terrible yeah. i mean they did buy a striker though so for the when they said they put out a post saying welcome villian for a moment i thought villian we sold him but no it's a completely it, different it, it's, villian it's, it's, he's actually not mistaken it's villian jose from real sociedad yeah spurs fan also got excited with this welcome <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, unfortunately so th- that might change their fortune i don't know because they have someone up top uh, that katrone doesn't get a shot at all and then i was listening to the comms in the last game uh they said he had basically ostracized him completely and he had no plans for him looks like he's called him back and then he's got a striker so he said to so, idhari bhai mera i still don't have a plan yeah, which is so, weird now that only when you mentioned it just now i heard that villian jose who was decent for sociedad was linked with wolves but i thought when they got back kutrone that means it's done right like you got back the striker that was on your books that means he's going to play but it's so bad now because they have treated kutrone badly it's not like he's great shakes anyway and now it just makes the entire situation even worse yeah i mean he reminds me of parrot for spurs like he's rarely played if he has played i've we've been very unfortunate okay. i'm uh, so, sorry again i'm going to interrupt you super interesting story troy parrot yeah and this is for anyone listening in currently go read about his links to the irish mafia i don't know if oh, this wow. will get me in trouble but troy parrot has some connections why would you why would this get into get you in trouble just google it na it's on google ah, it's not you said but i don't know this code of silence and who knows if i'm breaking it you know omata omata acha ha rajkumar have you seen Correct. godfather and any of these movies are <laughs> italians are not real baba only yeah, so but he has the irish he's pretty connected with the irish mafia so go and look that up Oh, we should mm. but i so, think yeah. shiv i think the the teams that i am looking forward to honestly are not are actually it is leicester i know wardy is out but they are in form uh hmm. they've got some decent matches uh, they've got everton they've got leeds uh they've got a tough fixture against fulham and <laughs> then they have wolves before they face hey leeds. you snigger but they did lose to fulham the last time i know i i'm being honest here fulham's been playing well and they can score and if they can score early but, and but you're saying you need to watch leicester i want to hold you to that simply because If there's one thing they lack, it's a replacement for Wadi. That Ilena Ilenacho still comes on, and he just doesn't look the part. Yeah, he's poor. He's he's uh, what's going to happen to the Trian Brewster also. Mm. So City striker will do well. Oh, Liverpool striker will do well. Already happened. Like, sad. Like over a number of seasons, just sad. <laughs> Uh, but no, I think Leicester have enough other players who are fit. Madison Barnes, Tillman. Well. Uh, Pratt doesn't get a chance. They're playing all right in there. Uh, yeah, NDD is back, so the the stable there in the midfield. Uh, Justin's doing well. I think uh, the other who was the other Portuguese fullback that they had who's back who played fantastically last season as well. Ricardo Pereira. Ricardo Pereira is now back. I mean, he's been coming back from week three. He's still not coming back. <laughs> Justin is making his spot. No, no, but I'm saying even if they face injuries, they have a decent team. Chengiz uh, under. Time. I just wanted to say the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, but I think Leicester is a team to look forward There's to. There's also Aston Villa. completely slipped on them burnley southampton west ham united uh, followed by arsenal so grelish i mean he again got an assist but grelish is one yellow away from a one game ban and you know how grelish is to yellow cards mm. i mean they are low and and this aston villa almost get that result against city where some controversy happened over the last game week that we saw wasn't that villa yeah the the goal from the pass from rodri yeah, yeah where it was so, so, so they are playing well i mean but good choice but 
you know what the better players to pick up from Leicester from Aston Villa right now are the, in the defense. I think Martinez with the teams that they are facing, not a lot of goals in them, uh, especially Burnley. So I don't know. Burnley also are tough to score against unless you're Man City. So uh, the target has been good for for uh, Villa as well for the past Wait, four so five weeks. Last thing before I want to go into a really cool story about FPL. This happened over on Twitter the last week. Karthik, Fulham play Brighton and West Brom. Any chance we can pick on Anguissa? Yeah, or, I'm uh, looking at the score now. Yeah, you said one nil. It's now three nil to Burnley, man. Nah. Oh man, to I Burnley. Didn't, uh, I, mean. I didn't predict uh, two quick, two goals. Who scores? He just said Burnley don't score goals. It's three nil versus Fulham. Now this is <laughs> unless they're playing Fulham. Let me complete yeah, my yeah. statement. Yeah, I know why this is happening. Shivram's favorite Michael Hector is playing in central defense. <laughs> no wonder that is happening. He must have scored one own goal. <laughs> No, even Jay Rodriguez has scored two and assisted yeah. one. I mean, that is a bad Fulham art. But anyway, so again, now now I'm very biased. So going to your point, stay away from Fulham players. Just stay away. Yeah. Maybe they rested their no, first No, no, they're, 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 they're all there. Many of them are there. Angisa is there. Uh, except the defence. Like the first 11 maybe isn't there. But it's a pretty decent side out. So I think my only advice for, for people who are looking to make changes to their FPL teams... Don't jump into it very quickly because you are mm-hmm. worried that, you know, price fall or price fall. Deadline is one and a half hours before, start one hour, 35 minutes before. Correct. Live life on the edge. <laughs> Live on the edge of it. That's my so, only so I advice. This, I have this fun story mm. uh, that I don't know if you guys caught. Uh, but there is this uh, pundit on uh, the FPL show, which is the official FPL show by Premier League Productions. Uh, I think his name is Lee. And him and his wife, both are Premier League pundits. They're very into the sport. Um, so, for the double game week, which you know was a big deal in FPL. And everyone was trying to get tips out of everyone. Um, they were, you know, giving out tips. And you've you all seen the FPL show. It's pretty much like the podcast. Uh, they were giving out tips. And he said he was going to captain Salah. Um, and his wife said she was going to captain Kane or something. So, that happened. Um, after the deadline passed, he basically put out a video saying, um, actually, I lied. I had, uh, I think, triple captain KDB or something uh, because I wanted to basically throw my wife off the sand. Whoa. Um, and this, I mean, it's in jest, I get it. I mean, it's like the husband-wife dynamic and it does well. And that's why that's maybe one of the reasons they're on the show because it's like a family feel for FBI. I get it. It makes for good content. But the fact that he's actually paid to sit there and give out his expert advice and then he's playing these, you know, tiny little family games and giving out advice that he actually doesn't follow himself has gotten him into trouble, at least with the FPL community. Mm. Now, the FPL community on Twitter is as flaky as they come. So, like, uh, I just want to understand, like, you guys are not paid to do this podcast. So, uh, by, I mean, by design. But you still give your full heart and soul. If you were paid and then you put out something to, let's say, mess with Sapre, Karthik, uh, does that, I mean, uh, is that ethical? Yeah, the moment you said that uh, he lied on the show, especially over something that he says that he will do, and there may be at least thousands of followers who do the same thing because of him, yeah. I don't think it's the best It's it's the best look. Because I don't think they've, they've gone the entire show actually giving out tips, right? Like this, I think, maybe the first or the second instance where they have openly admitted to lie, to throw someone else off of their set as as you put yeah. it so i don't think i don't think that's a good look the very first thought in my head came that he's fired i'm glad that that's not happened 
that because that would be a complete overreaction. I don't think that's happened. Yeah. I I haven't really seen the latest FPL show, but I'm sure there'll be a but, but, because with the, well, the just just today, uh, I think a New York Times journalist was let go because she tweeted in support of Biden, saying, "I feel relieved that Biden's coming," and that's all she tweeted, and she was fired. So the way this world is, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm just hoping that it did happen to 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 this chat. It's but it seems like I mean avoid such things. I I would do it here. Because I have lied enough, but nobody comes and has pissed me off because I don't think any of my predictions have ever come true. So that's true. So people don't know if so you're lying. I, Maybe they think you're just bad. No, but my point is, I am playing this character. Let's call it that. Where I'm not good at FPL. I, DJ, DJ, I, I DJ. I may be very good. Yeah, I may be very good in real life. Yeah, but I'm playing this klutz on this show. Remember that. So when you say real life, <laughs> Karthik, now that we are double clicking on this character. Can you elucidate? Like, what do you mean by real life? No, no. What I what I mean is, I am here as the FPL dunce, and if you're smart enough, oh. if you listen to the episodes, you will know not to listen to Karthik Sayer's predictions unless you want like a big differential and let's just go and buy Shane Long the rest of our lives since three years ago oh. when he wasn't doing much. He scored today. Mm-hmm. Uh, just say uh, Karthik. So that makes you the Johnny Lever to our Bobby Deol and Akshay Kumar, basically. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I was thinking as well. Yeah, which movie, Karthik? I'm going to guess Firbi Dilhai Hindustan. <laughs> that had Shahrukh and Juhu Chawla, man. That was the first Green's Unlimited production, which was actually the production I was started by Shahrukh and Juhu Chawla. They starred in it. Uh, no, man. Ajnabi. No. Oh, this I would never have thought, yeah. But everything, everything was planned there. Yeah. Yeah, so, let's let's close this. How, how did you guys do uh, this week? I know Karthik did phenomenally well uh, by standards. I'm actually a little disappointed that I didn't do slightly better. I went for that bench boost because thinking that this is the only time all my players are fit. But then I saw all your bench boosts. You're all at double game week guys on bench boost. Man, how do you manage to take minus so many negatives and still get so much good points? I don't understand this. But I think you had, I mean, we are predicting right now and talking about get Madison and FPL scouts and the FPL show and Lee and and his wife and everybody will talk about Madison Karthik actually had Madison in the team. Mm. Oh, fantastic. That's brilliant. No, he did. He did. He did. He did, he did no, him? I didn't. I captained Mane and now Liverpool just seemed to be, I don't know, in a different space altogether. But yeah. Yeah. But I got Salah because I'm hoping that they'll score starting now. Karthik got 87 points. Not bad. Karthik. No, but both, I think both of them touched, touched 100, right? If I'm not mistaken. I had a quick... I don't think so. I think I just stopped short of 97. And Sapre went about into the three-digit mark. But Sapre has now used all his uh, chips. Mm, okay. No, I'm... I, I was just halfway through the... I still have triple captain. I'm saying, look, this league, I don't know whether when it will end, uh, you know, with what's happening in UK especially. Yeah. Uh, with injuries, etc. It's like game in hand, right? I mean, you have on paper, you have you can win that game and you can go on top, but you have to still win it. Yeah. Uh, yeah it depends, right? If it's United's game in hand or City's <laughs> game in hand, that is what comes into play. I think it was the right opportune moment for me to use my. You're basically so desperate. You're saying COVID is the only thing that's going to save my FPL season. And I'm <laughs> going to get United to win the league. <laughs> Stop the count, basically, is what you're saying. Stop the count, yeah. Before they, before they ban me off Twitter, let me put that out. Mm, uh, nice. No, I did well. I got 227 points. But I also used bench boost. Uh, so, I mean, I'm in you're the top the one in the top 50, right? Yeah, I'm 43rd now in the Football Football League. Not bad at all. Oh, wow. I'm just like, you see how Zapri keeps a track when he's doing well. Yeah. No, no, I always keep a track. No. <laughs> like a like, typical United fan. <laughs> 
I'm, 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 in, I'm in these uh, benchmarks. If I'm like 100 to 100 and 150, then I don't really care. I'm waiting to tell Karthik that. Yeah, yeah, I just realized my boxers are. <laughs> and I'm wearing like matching. Lovely, lovely, lovely behind the scenes that no one asked for. Wearing matching t-shirt and boxers. You, usually you should contrast, right? But yeah. I mean, ideally you shouldn't go out with this boxer. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the next, the fashion faux pas is a step after. Mm. <laughs> Okay, so I think is there anything else? We're we're good with fantasy. We're good with what happened. In- we're we're good. We're good. Do we want to touch up on actually? Because I'm a little sentimental about it. Milan lost uh-huh. uh, to Atlanta with three goals. So it's it's what their second defeat and three now. They lost to Juve as well. But 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 the thing but the thing is that they're still top of the table because Inter drew as well. Two points Two between points. them and Inter. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's hard. But they have Ibrahimovic back finally. In the previous match, he scored a couple of goals. So that and they have they brought in Manzukic, who's pretty useful as well. Atlanta are a different league, man. I mean, this this club is something else. Are you, Abhi was saying they're fallen off their perch, and now they've beat three 0 Then they suddenly no, 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 to be perch. fair, I said that three months ago during the Champions League campaign. Yeah, in the last few weeks, they've gotten themselves back into title contention. So they're doing. They've they've come back. They've bounced back from their early season. I'm really excited about Syria. I want you to continue <laughs> talking about early this. season troubles. No, that's it. Otherwise, Pirlo is uh, Syria's version of Lampard, like Sapri and I say. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that he's even even worse actually. He didn't even have a one-year managerial apprenticeship, whatever that's called, before getting his job. But isn't he the assistant manager? Is reporting to Ronaldo? <laughs> <laughs> Dotted line, dotted line. <laughs> Chelsea Lamps has to report with probably zero. They, yeah. they don't have anybody else in that team. And, and, uh, yeah. and I think lastly also, I think we shouldn't leave today without uh, having Sivram's thoughts on uh, Conor McGregor's return to the octagon, which was previewed by Lionel Messi in the Super Cup final. <laughs> what happened? I just go. I just know he got knocked out. He yeah, lost. and Messi knocked someone else out, right? And when he got that red. Oh, card. that's what you yes. mean. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Sorry, I did not completely catch that. Was that was pretty good you, if you think about it. No, no. That is now that I think about it is very good. Yeah. But you were talking about Syria before, that, so I was already <laughs> on to my next podcast. No, he went to Ronaldo, so I thought if you say Ronaldo, we have to say Messi because that's in our contract, right? So. I mean, yeah, but that's not in FIFA's contract. They left him out of the... the Ooh, yeah. oh, they did. My God. Yeah, I mean, it was obvious. What has he done except people put people out of WhatsApp and out of their senses? Uh, but good, right? Who can't? Uh, I mean, if anyone who can take uh, Conor McGregor's spot and can speak... Can he speak English? I don't know. What is the text on WhatsApp in Spanish? In- okay, to be, to be fair, when Conor McGregor speaks in what he calls English, I, I'll give you 100 bucks if you can tell me every word that no, he No, no, he's like Carragher. I, <laughs> I asked you that question. Like, can you understand what he says? I mean, same like Messi, right? Yeah. So, but a fantastic right hook for everyone who hasn't seen it. Just text me on, or like put like ping me on Twitter. I will send you that gif myself. Uh, I'm so involved in that right hook. Because, and uh, I mean, a lot of people who supported Barcelona said he got really frustrated. So, it is on some level justified. So, I mean, that is a very uh, convenient uh, and, um, I mean, incredibly uh, harmful way of thinking. I don't think you should think like that. Otherwise, Big Boss, people are afraid of Big Boss. What do you say? Big Boss has been time. Big Boss has been completely lost track of time. All right. So, it's Kalyuk for Sapre over the next one and a half hours. And Shivram and I will go and watch Liverpool versus Manchester United. It's not Kalyuk. It's Weekend Ka War. Weekend Ka War, yeah. Okay. Salman Khan comes and talks. Oh, yeah. Correct, correct, correct. That's brilliant.
Recognize.